Hey, welcome to Creative Podcasting. I'm your host, Kim Parkinson. Each week, I'll be bringing you the creative women entrepreneur tips and tricks on how to get your podcast off the ground. Whether that's coming up with topic ideas, launching, finding guests, or growing your audience, we'll be covering all things podcasting in short, actionable steps. As a podcast producer and strategist, I've produced over 600 episodes since the inception of my business in 2020. Along the way, I've seen a few things that have worked and a few that haven't. So I am thrilled to bring you some of those tips so your show can prosper. Come along and see what we have on tap for today. Hey, 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 welcome back. Today on Creative Podcasting, we are talking about podcast assets. I would like you to show me your assets. What do you have? What do you offer? And how do you create them? How do you get them out to the world? I would love to know that. So here at KP Creative Media, every single episode that we produce for clients has some type of an asset, right? So that may be your show notes, definitely an asset because those are going to make that right into the podcast player. And those are what people are going to read about. They're going to read about those show notes and they're going to understand what that episode was about. So definitely an asset, right? Then we have assets like audiograms. Now, the old-fashioned audiograms, and I say old-fashioned, that's not necessarily true. We still do these. Some people prefer to have audiograms in the square format, you know, that they would put up on maybe Facebook or LinkedIn, or maybe they would put those up on Instagram or wherever they want to. And they're square. And those are definitely still used, definitely have a couple of clients that still offer those. And they basically have an audio file attached to them, maybe a wave file in there and spoken word. So somebody's going to be talking in the audio file. Sometimes there is the words that kind of blip across the screen to tell you what people are saying. And then maybe some sort of a wave file or ring or something that just tells people that there's actually some audio going on in this particular episode. Now, do you have to? <laughs> Again, as I always say, no, you don't have to. You can omit any one of those pieces, but except for the audio, because if there's no audio attached to the image, it's not an audiogram, right? <laughs> this is, there's no audio. It's just a, it's just a gram. <laughs> it's just a picture. So you're definitely going to have some audio attached to some type of an image. Whether or not that image has, again, a WAV file attached or whether or not that has moving words on the screen, that is totally up to you and how you want to do your audiogram. Audiograms now have kind of evolved a little bit. And so while we used to offer just the square ones, we are now offering the portrait ones too, as people are using these more and more as their Instagram reels, right? Or adding them to their stories. And they, you can actually add these as a YouTube short or a TikTok or any of those too. You might have even seen some of ours as any of those. So again, this is an audio file attached, but it's in a more longer format, a more portrait, a more real type format. And typically it has an image of your podcast cover art maybe on it somewhere. Also might have, you know, that wave file might have the words go across the screen. None of this is necessary. It's up totally up to you in your branding. Usually it's branded to your colors in some fashion or your podcast colors because your podcast colors might be slightly different than your actual colors, your brand colors. So 
you're going to have a little bit of different choices to make when you are creating your audiogram asset, right? Now, other assets to include that I love is quote graphics. I absolutely love quote graphics. And now you could do these again in two different ways, but most of the time we create these in a square format because they are easy to post to LinkedIn, to Facebook, to Instagram, and they are just a static image anyway. There's not any movement to this. And it just is some type of a quote taken directly out of your episode and just added right to that. So whatever that is, it's just basically transcribed right onto a static image of something that looks similar to your branding and you've already chosen. We usually do all of that in Canva. We will even create the background piece for your audiograms in Canva as well. We just happen to pull those in and and it's easy because it's easy to share within the team, right? So if somebody needs to change something, it's easy enough to change. Now, for the quote graphic, if you have a guest, I would definitely add in the guest's name there. If you don't have a guest, maybe you don't need to because it's obviously you that said it, right? And if you're the host and the information about the podcast episode or the podcast itself is up there, then add that in. I do like to add in the name of the podcast episode to the actual reel or audiogram, whatever you're creating, whether it be audiogram, whether or not it be quote graphic, whether or not it be real, YouTube short, whatever. I like to add that onto there. And that is just so people can go back and find it. Now, I have seen some where they just omit that and they're just kind of listing that out. That's great that people are able to watch it. But then if they want to know more, where are they going to find it? You know, and a lot of times people may not go into, you know, the little information down below about what the episode was about or what that particular reel is about. So I like to leave it very visual right up there. I can say nine times out of 10, when I see a reel, I am not clicking on the little itty bitty tiny little more button down on the left side so I can read what more about it. And then of course, if you've ever seen a reel, which I'm sure you have, if you do click on that more, You can hardly read it because it's in black. And, you know, if that person is not have a white background, it's like next to impossible to read, especially if you're Gen X like I am and getting older and don't have time. (laughs) So I like to just, again, make it very visual, put it right up there so they know this is episode number eight. And I am talking about podcast assets today and how you can create those and what kind of assets you should have, right? Another asset to use or another asset to create is just a graphic with the picture of your guest or you and the name of the episode on it. This is a great one for use in newsletters. You can again post this up on your socials anywhere you want just to kind of get more people in. That one there, I would definitely put a link to the episode, you know, underneath in the socials. But again, it's probably not going to be in your story or in a reel. It's probably going to be a static post somewhere. So a lot easier to click on that little link in there, right? Or alternatively, if you're on Instagram, have a little bit of a link tree and then, you know, update that to have your podcast right there. Send them right to your website with all of your podcast episodes. Another one is a blog post, another asset. Now, these ones here are things where you will actually have your VA or yourself or somebody like us 
take out the questions that you've asked or the very popular ideas that you have, and then they'll do some research maybe on some SEO or some what that information is and write a little bit more about it. So if you really touched upon, say in here, this particular one, we touched upon podcast assets, but maybe there was a lot more to talk about that could actually be a blog post. You could actually even say in the episode, you know, I know that this episode is getting longer than I would like it to be. And there's a lot more about it. And so we're going to write all about this in, in a blog post. So go on over there. That can be done. If you're not interested in that, then you're just going to keep it as your episode and then just kind of pull out the bits and make sure that any kind of links are added in to each of the different headings and different areas of the blog post so that people can easily read about what you talked about in your podcast because some people can't hear as well or maybe don't have the time but still want to skim it. And also really good for that SEO and Google and all those web bots to crawl because it's all going to be written out, right? So people are going to be dragging themselves back into your website and they're going to learn about your podcast one. And they're also going to read more about you and then hopefully stay on your page and create more buzz about your website that way. One other asset that is coming to mind that I should tell you about is transcription. Now, most, maybe not most, but a lot of different hosts nowadays will ask if you have a transcription and you can actually import the transcription right into there. So what is transcription? Transcription is basically word for word, your podcast transcribed and put into a document. A lot of times when you have an editor, it is possible for them to pull a transcription. It is usually used with some type of a service, whether or not that is direct in Descript or whether they're using Otter or maybe they're doing white label and they're actually doing word for word. I, I probably not, not in this day and age. So many different ways to offer transcription without somebody going in. Now, transcription also means based on that, that you're going to have some mistakes in it if they are not going through and reading it all completely and fixing those mistakes as they go. That type of transcription is going to cost you a little bit more money when they're going in and doing it word for word. Because again, they're spending all that time listening and just making sure that whatever was said is actually said. So make sure that if you do have a transcription and you are asking your editor to do that, if they say it's going to be more money, it, it probably will because, <laughs> because it's a lot of work. It really is. You know, it's going to take on, I usually say that editing and producing one episode is going to be about three times the length of the episode. But when you add transcription on, sometimes that can be five or six times the length of the episode, just based on the fact that you have to listen and then you have to go back and you have to change it as you go. So there's a lot of different areas for transcription there. Still an asset. You can still upload that directly right to your host in many cases, and you will actually see that on that particular page, whether or not that is sent over to your website or whether or not that is on the host's page. But really good way for, you know, Google to crawl. Is it a great 
option to add as a blog post? No, don't don't do that. That's not a good blog post at all. And that's because that's not nobody wants to read through all of the hellos and all of that information. So a blog post is going to be important information in your actual episode. And then the transcription is going to be for those people that maybe didn't catch what you said, or maybe alternatively, they're at work and they can't listen and they want to read what you had to say. And so they are going to, but most of the time, they're probably going to skim through it. Because the transcription can be pages, multiple, multiple, multiple pages long, right? We actually transcribe each one of these and then we send them right over. We add them right into Captivate. And then if you've ever gone to my website, you can click on one of the episodes and you'll be able to see the transcription right below. I don't edit my transcription. So if you go in there and it says something like kerfuffle, (laughs) unless I just said it like now, it's just because of the transcription software. I just don't go back through and read it. And I think that mostly the reason why, other than timing for me, is I do still think that even if you get it transcribed by AI, you're going to get a decent enough transcription for people to understand what it was that you're talking about. So something just to keep in mind when you are thinking about adding transcription and doing your podcast assets to your portfolio here, your podcast's portfolio. So that is what we do for podcast assets. If you have another podcast asset that you think that we haven't touched upon, I would love to know what your assets are and what you use for your podcast. So again, audiograms, some quote graphics, some cover art, some different, oh, another one that, uh, that image with the artist is your, your, your guest, that image with the guest, you can actually take that image and you can upload that into your podcast host as an individual podcast episode cover art. So they do have that option too. So you could create one for each one of those if you wanted to. I don't currently have any clients that do that, but it is definitely something that is done and can be done if you wanted to change that out for each and every episode you could. So podcast audiogram, podcast quote graphics, cover art, cover art for each episode, and then also, you know, your transcription, your show notes, and your blog posts. So lots of different ways and lots of different ways to repurpose that, right? So you've taken one episode and you've repurposed that into multiple. And again, each one of those audiogram, quote graphics, covers, those can all be used on every social media platform that is allowed to do that. So, so many different ways to get that out there. Newsletter as well. So yes, Go and promote your podcast, get that out there into the world and use those assets to promote, promote, promote. Okay, that is all for now. Until next time, talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, I hope you found some of that to be helpful in your podcasting journey. If you are in need of any additional support or you're looking for more information on podcasting, I invite you to check out my online Facebook community, Creative Podcasting or you can reach out to me directly. Those links will be in the show notes. If you found this to be helpful, I would love it if you would subscribe to the show. And while you're there, leave me a rating or review. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Until next week.